Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Can I hear you say, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Pacey doing that was like very cringe. Very cringe. (laughs) Hey, hey, we're going in like stolen car now. Woohoo. Oh my god, it was so cringy. Party time! It was so cringy. So this, well, before we even get into Dawson's Creek, I guess, let's let's just, let's reset. Um, Hi, welcome. We're talking Dawson's Creek here today. It has been a crazy day. I have a glass of wine because even though we normally only drink our 90s nightcaps on Boy Meets World podcasts, this episode called for a glass of wine, I think. Mm, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, she's taking a sip. I'm taking a sip. It's necessary, she's people. Taking, she's taking a big goal. Listen, it's not only been a day. It has been. Listen, it's it's Winston's birthday for anybody. I mean, Happy birthday, Winston. Yes. Winston's birthday is March 11th. I made him treats. He loved them. He got presents. He was like a king. He's always the king of the house. But like, especially today, he's the king of the house. So mm-hmm. that's exciting. What was his presence? Um, so my mom got him this like really cute little toy who has like glasses and stuff. It's like a squeaky toy and then like a hard one of those like harder bones. He really enjoys those like the, the really chewy ones. And then mm-hmm. we got him like his favorite toys are those like um, chuck it balls, the orange ones. So we got him one of those to like play with. And then um, we made him like treats for a special He loves peanut butter. Is he a happy boy? Oh, my God. He's, like, spoiled rotten. Like, he was, like, I think he knows it's his birthday. Like, this sounds ridiculous, but he, like, he he knows. Oh. Like, he can tell. 
He can tell he knows that he's a special boy today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what a good boy. So, yes, happy birthday to Winston and also oh. happy birthday to Abby, his sister, his litter mate. That's my parents' dog. So That's so cute. Yeah. How um how old is Winston and Abby today? They turned six. The big six. Aw, yes. they're such big, big, big kids. Yeah, big babies. So big babies. That was my day. How was your day? It was a day. <laughs> you know, days are days. I don't know. It's a day. It's fine. Yeah. It was fine. Um, I mean, Obviously, meltdowns on meltdowns on mm-hmm. meltdowns. Pisces season. It's Pisces fine. season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it's, you know, I, it, I'm i alive and at <laughs> least I have that. You lived to tell the tale. So, yeah. That's great news. But I don't, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. Um, anyway. <laughs> let's, let's get right into this episode because honestly, it is absolutely insane. Um. We are talking, we're talking season one, episode 11. We're nearing the end of season one here, uh, The Scare. So before we actually get into things, I did want to put out a content warning just because this episode does get a little bit in the area of domestic violence. Um, so we, we have a number here too for National Domestic Violence Hotline, 1-800-799-SAFE, uh, 1-800-799-7233. Um, we just wanted to like let you guys know at the beginning because there are some touchy subjects in this episode so just to play it safe that's the number feel free to skip this one if that's like something you're completely uncomfortable with we totally get it um let's get into this absolutely insane episode of of television (laughs) yeah yeah um let's let's get into it i i do want to say that this episode has an 8.4 out of 10 rating on imdb who who in the fucking the what the people like it what Um, people yeah as a person that doesn't know dawson's creek is this like you know some shows have their like yearly halloween episode yeah like, like the boy meets world one is particularly iconic yeah, like, but they, yeah, like, some shows have, like, their yearly Christmas episode. Mm-hmm. Is this, like, a regular thing for Dawson's Creek to do, like, a yearly, like, scary episode? I honestly have no fucking clue. And oh, the you thing, don't remember? No, I have no idea. And the thing was, hmm. is, like, some of these episodes, like, when we were watching them, I'm like, oh, I remember this. I remember that. Blah, blah, blah. I had no fucking clue that this episode existed, like, I'm sure Hmm. I've watched it, but like going back and watching this, I was like, what? Like, was this a fever dream? Like, what the fuck just happened? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this episode aired aired on May 5th, 1998. So it wasn't a Halloween episode. It was way far away. I mean, we do know like we've kind of like done the math and this was a mid-season replacement show. But even if, like, 11 episodes into a season, I don't think lines up with Halloween. No, Halloween would have to be sooner than eight episodes in. Like, probably eight. Yeah, maybe even less than that. Or six. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking weird. It's pretty, pretty bizarre. But I do want to say, like, because there's going to be a lot of people that are big fans of uh, Jason and Friday the 13th right. and Scream. And I'm sure the reason why it has such a high rating is because there's people that love scary shit. You notoriously hate, I scary, hate scary stuff. Shit. Yeah. I am not like a huge fan um, of scary stuff. I mean, for me, it's not like I despise this episode. And of course, we're going to go 
all through it. It's just that it, like you said, it was like a fever dream. I was like, what show am I watching? Like, what is this? Yeah, like, and it didn't, how did I get here? It didn't make sense to me coming right after the episode we just exactly. watched. It just felt exactly. like a completely different point yes. in the show. Like, yeah, it's like so, Jen and Cliff are like going on a date. And then like, what happened to the Pacey Joey stuff that just fucking fell off a cliff somewhere? Yeah. Like, so, yeah, so weird. That's, that's the other aspect of this episode. I honestly think that it doesn't makes sense in the timeline of the show. So mm-hmm. I feel as though they maybe wanted to make this episode um, and they didn't really care about like what happened before or after this or this episode got like moved around. Like remember? I feel like it, yeah, with the Boy Meets World stuff, I feel like it yeah, could yeah, have yeah. gotten moved around at some point because it just, just feels like out yeah. of place. Um, it feels out of place. It's almost like they didn't really care what happened it's almost yeah. like this is meant to be a standalone episode and I'm, I'm curious like if this is something that they just played on Halloween on like a, a random syndication and somebody that did not is not watching mm-hmm. this series in order if they turn on this episode without knowing like what happened in the episode before or the episodes leading up to this episode if they would be more into it because you know, like there's a lot of stuff that happened in episode 10. And from the feedback that I've read, it's season ten, um, season one, episode 10 is a lot of people's favorite episode of season one. Mm-hmm. I so, believe that. Yeah, it's just um, th- this doesn't doesn't make sense in the place where it is. And I guess I get, at this point, yeah. I guess we can get into it because we'll talk through yeah. all of that. So I wrote yeah, yeah, out yeah. kind of my normal list that I give you of like, these are the pairings. Where do you want to go? This episode is kind of a shit show because we do have like a big group. So yeah, yeah, yeah. what we have is Dawson and Joey, obviously Dawson and Pacey, Dawson and Cliff, Dawson and Jen, yeah. Pacey yeah. and Joey. And then we have just Jen sprinkled in some Cliff. And then we have kind yeah. of like the seance group right, is right, what right. I'm calling it. So like let's like lay the land and like let's just talk about what we're doing here. So Dawson is a big fan of Friday the 13th. Apparently, it's his favorite day of the year. And he (gasps) is... Oh, maybe that's... Okay, sorry. Now I just realized, like, I wonder if this premiered on a Friday the 13th. No, because I actually... Well, number one, it premiered on the 5th. Oh, okay. So then it wouldn't... Yeah. I was just thinking, because it's not Halloween. It's a Friday the 13th. I know. So that's what I was thinking about as well, because... That would make sense. Right. But then, um, like I said, it took place. It aired on. So sorry, you did fit. say that. Yeah, that's on. weird then. So I'm going to I'm out of curiosity, just to be studious, like I'm going to look at what May 5th looked like on a calendar in 1998. What were you doing in May of 1998, I Jessica? I was seven. I was turning seven. seven. Sorry, I was six. I wasn't mm-hmm. even seven yet. Uh, yeah. I was probably fucking doing little kid shit. I don't know. What is little six, kid what do, shit. What do little kids do? What do reading. little kids do? I'm probably reading Junie B. Jones. That's what I was uh-huh. doing. Okay. So I'm going to tell you that May 13th, 1998 was uh, a Wednesday. Well, this is bullshit then. This placement <laughs> makes no sense. And it just like further proves the point that this fucking episode makes no sense. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Continue. Yeah. Dawson likes Friday the 13th. Is where he we loves Friday the 13th. It's like his favorite day of the year. I guess that's his favorite 
quote unquote holiday that's not really a holiday. But he loves to pull pranks and his parents have like dipped again. They such a trope. where are they going more couples therapy? I don't know. Dude, like maybe, maybe they're swingers. Like honestly. Oh, like, I, I I could see that. At this point, it's like Except where the Mitch fuck are your jealous. parents all the time? But yeah, like his mm. parents are gone, so he wants to do a seance, and that kind of is like where we're his vibe. Where we're apparently starting. he's done it before. He, so, he probably does it every year. Like so, that's kind yeah. of like laying the land. Yeah. That's what's going on. Yeah. So. In the beginning with Dawson and Joey, they're watching a scary movie. It's I Know What You Did Last Summer. Oh, that's what it is. Mm. I did I did like that movie at that time because I don't know how... It's not like horribly scary. I've never seen it. Oh, really? Mm-mm. Well, it's because Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Gellar are just like such an iconic couple. Yeah. And the any movie that they're in together is always a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So... Joey hates scary stuff. She's mm-hmm. a big wuss, like I guess you and I. They're flirty, right? They're flirty. There's a lot of flirting happening because, yes. like, basically, I really thought we were going to get the trope of like Joey being scared and like grabbing onto Dawson, which doesn't like mm-hmm. really happen. But like, Joey's like, oh, the world's already a scary enough place. And then we find yeah. out that like there's a serial killer that's terrorizing mm-hmm. like the Cape. And yes. Dawson scares Joey and they get like super wrestly again. Like this is yeah. not the first time they've wrestled. Um, mm-hmm. It's very, very flirty. And that's like how we open the episode like we always do in Dawson's bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that's what's that's the lay of the land yeah. here. I think we should just bop to um, Pacey and Dawson real quick because they're also kind of like a quickie to get out of the. That sounds weird. A quickie to get out of the way. Mm, a quickie. Yeah. So like da- Dawson and Pacey are talking and like basically Pacey is the one who lets us know that Dawson's like super into Friday the 13th. And yeah. Dawson's like, oh, I'm over it this year. I tried to turn my life into a movie. The characters were <laughs> flawed and uninspired. Like the love scenes were disappointing. Like, oh, okay, no, he Dawson. said the love scenes. Yeah, he said the love scenes scenes were amateur. That's right. At he, least he knows. He is like. Honestly, he's such a sad fucking sack. And like, yeah, how long has it been sack. now since like they broke up? Like, are we in Charlotte York territory I, of like being I done with I would say this? we're probably around four Creek Weeks. Okay. It's been four Creek Weeks. So he still has some time, right? Two Creek Weeks. He's, and then he, he needs to be done. Oh, he's done. But I have to say, we'll get into it. There was some questionable things happening yeah. and now we might add like four more creek weeks oh to he gets over. he gets an extension it, he gets an exten- extension see. because jen is giving him some mixed single signals that's how i feel so, about it um yeah. yeah so pacey's trying to like get dawson like pumped up and of course like dawson is fibbing and like he like puts yeah. a scary thing in his locker and scares him yeah, he's got he's got pranks all over the place. Yeah. He's like booby trapping everything. Yes. He's got like this um he has like that scary mask in Pacey's locker. Uh he puts like a fake snake in Joey's uh binder or something. Sleep, uh back no back yeah. Yeah, I was gonna call it a sleeping bag. Now that would be uh Ooh. you know, advanced. <laughs> advanced um yeah so like basically dawson is playing pranks on everybody and Mm -hmm. um then like in the i'm trying to oh yes i guess i guess if we can kind of go chronologically at this point like jen gets asked out by cliff and like yeah it's i mean 
it's again fine like it's yeah i don't know like i feel like they'd been there done that like it didn't work out well, I mean, so we left it off at the carnival and basically I think that Jen was more upset with Cliff that night. I don't think that date you mean like, Dawson? I don't think that um um she was mad at Dawson. Yes, yes excuse no, me. No, that's okay. I don't think that Jen has anything at from that day to be frustrated at Cliff with. So then like but the weird thing is is that it's another reset. Like cuz we already had like hypothetically Cliff say like Hey, like, do you want to go on a date? And she's probably like, oh, I don't know about dating. I got screwed over. Like, we would have already had this conversation prior to. Right. It's almost like this episode should have gone before. The double date. The carnival episode. Yes, exactly. It's that so That would have made weird. more sense chronologically because it's because even after the scene, um, I just think that it's weird that Jen just like sits at the lunch table with everybody. Yeah, it's so awkward. Like it's it's like there's multiple. Yeah, it's it's really weird. And like it's also really weird that like so then she agrees to go out with Cliff. But like the entire time she's like, oh, Dawson's great. Dawson's this Dawson's that. And it's like, yeah, so awkward. It, I, OK, let's you know, before let's do ourselves a favor. Let's live in a world of imagination that this episode happened before the carnival episode or double D. But then she wouldn't have then no, what happens at the end. It's still yeah, it, it wouldn't, wouldn't have made it wouldn't sense. make sense. Okay. Then it's then we then this that. is just like this is just a plot hole. So yeah, so basically like she does agree to go out with Cliff and Cliff then yeah. goes to Dawson and is yeah. like, Oh, help me out, bro. Like Which so is stupid because Cliff knows that, you know Dawson's not over that, her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so, it's so it was awkward. a very bad move. And here's yeah. the thing. Like we I guess we can so let's talk about then what happens sub, uh, subsequently with Jen and then we'll bop over to like Sans crew, right? Like yes. with Jen, she then gets like a note says you're going to die. She gets like a phone call from a stranger. Yeah, that's that like that a screen parody. That was very scary. Yeah. Um actually, I think like when um so like they, there's like this whole thing on the phone. It's like a five minute scene of it's her so on the long. phone being scared because it's, it's it the Drew Barrymore like scream homage, like yes, which is like is so iconic. Yeah. yeah, she even calls yeah. it out, and she's like, "I'm sorry, but Jen with the knife, she nearly like cuts her poor grandfather, and then Graham walks <laughs> in, and she nearly like slices fucking Graham's throat." Oh yeah, like oh I know. my I god, I did, yeah, I did actually gasp um, the first time watching when Graham um, Gramps's hand falls down yeah that did that did scare me yeah that's it so my favorite though one of my favorite plot lines in this shit show of um, an episode was like when cliff comes to pick up jen yes and like graham's loves cliff graham oh yeah wants cliff's dick like she like all up in her mouth because she is like hot for cliff like she sees cliff and she's like oh my goodness jennifer he goes to church like she is all about it. Jennifer, I just wanted you to know that <laughs> he's a good guy. And then like yes. he lets her um you know, he lets her do 
like everything like yeah like oh you can have like an extended curfew to 12 he's like oh don't worry i'll keep her safe and she's like oh you stay out as long as you'd like jennifer and clifford (laughs) oliver she calls him clifford clifford Clifford. i know yeah it was so ridiculous like and then we'll get i mean i guess we can like kind of talk about it now but like the ending scene where like jen and cliff are like saying good night and grams walks out and she's like oh oh don't let me stop you from putting your tongue in my my granddaughter's mouth Please, please continue. Make babies fornicate on my front porch. I don't mind. Like, so insane to me that she just, like, throws all of her rules out the window. She doesn't give a shit about anything the minute that she sees that Cliff goes to church. She's just I like, know, rules are I gone. Know. Do whatever well, you it's, want. Well, it's the fact that he goes to church. It's the fact that he's on the honor roll. It's uh, the fact that he's on the football team. It's like... Grams, just because he's good on paper doesn't mean that he's, like, good for Jen. No. Like, come on, girl. Yeah, and even Jen is like, I think my grandmother, like, has a crush on you. Like, do you want to, like, get with yeah. her? But I think that Cliff is less appealing to Jen because Grams is all up his ass. Oh, 100%. I find it weird yeah. that Jen would even, like... Again, I'm not saying that Jen is like a judgy bee, but like being that religion for her is not something that she has a priority yeah. on. Like, I'm surprised that she would like go out with Cliff, who like, I mean, I assume being that Grams is all about him. He's like at church every week, you know, like based, you know, based on what Grams seems to think. But yeah, I don't know. But did you know when you heard because I had not remembered this episode, right? So when I'm right. listening to the phone call that Jen gets, did you yeah. realize that it was Cliff? I think that I didn't realize by the voice that was Cliff. I think that uh, towards the beginning, I figured it was Cliff. Yeah, just as a as a it guess. I knew it was. I knew it wasn't Dawson. Yeah, and it makes sense um, for the storyline that it would be Cliff. I recognized yeah. his voice actually. I was oh, like, so it, they really used Scott Foley's voice it because I feel like, like that. You think so? I think that's kind of rare. Like, I, I'm surprised that well, it just wasn't some, like, weird, like, producer in the corner. I think it was, like, to me, it very much sounded like he was putting on a voice, but it was still him. <laughs> hi, hi, Jessica. Yeah, like, hello, oh, Jennifer. That sounds yeah. like a chain smoker grams. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, this, so what do we think about, while we're here, what do we think uh-huh. about Cliff and Jen? Um... Okay, so I do like Cliff. Like, I don't think, I think that Cliff is, like, he's good stock. No, I think nope, that he's, like, yeah. a good guy. I do. Like, I, I do. I for think him, right? He, like, I think we're supposed yeah. to pity him, honestly. Yeah. Like, I think that, I don't think that he's bad for Jen or Jen's not right for him. But it's obvious to me that Jen really wants to be unattached. Mm-hmm. And I think that she really... I think that Cliff is too much of a good guy. Like, uh, and I don't mean like good guy, like Dawson thinks that he's a good guy. Dawson is a like good guy, air quotes. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Jen wants like a bad boy. And I think that Cliff is too much of a golden so, boy. I think here's the thing. I think that for Jen, I think Cliff just doesn't excite her. I think like he doesn't bring any, <gasps> and I don't think he, she needs to date a guy. But Dawson like, doesn't excite her. Maybe no, wait, she needs like, to stop bo- dating the most boring fucks in Dawson's Creek. I think that, like, Dawson excited her in that, like, he was different than any guy she had dated before. But I think that, like, 
I think that Cliff is just like so bland and I just don't think they have a lot in common. Oh, and so I think yes. that it's just like there's nothing there. And I think like, okay. I think Cliff is a great guy. Don't get me wrong. Like, I think he's great. However, I think he's like very misguided and kind of stupid because like who <laughs> asks a girl's ex-boyfriend for like advice, yeah. especially if you think that that guy still has feelings for the girl you're trying to go after. Do you not get it in your head that like maybe he's uh-huh. going to try to sabotage you by telling you that yeah the girl that you like really loves to be scared excuse me even though doesn't seem like that do we think yeah I mean we don't we can I guess we might as well get into an because we're already here but like do we think that Dawson was trying to sabotage Jen and Cliff by telling Cliff that Jen likes to be scared oh yeah absolutely okay I think so too yeah. and I think he's like oh you seemed to want to be scared earlier so I thought that's what you liked like I feel like that'd be his defense yeah 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 I think that Cliff is going to be fine He's going to go off to college, become the president of his fraternity. Yes. Like he's going to get a nice little cushy and um like office finance job. job. Yeah. He's going to marry and like a pretty girl who used to be a cheerleader. Exactly. Yeah. And he's going to have like three kids, the white picket fence. Like Cliff is going to be fine. Yeah. I'm not worried about Cliff and his dating life. No, we need to worry about like literally everybody else here. Everybody else. Like I think out of everybody, <laughs> I think that Clifford's future looks the brightest. And yeah, um, it, honestly, yes. So I guess let's, <laughs> let's move on. And, and so, but like ultimately, like he tells Jen that he was behind it all and she, that uh, upsets her. Um, yeah. <laughs> She she's like, I don't like it. And then she's like, you know what? I really don't want a boyfriend. And if I ever did go on a date with you, then I just want you to be yourself. But the issue is that I think you're right. Ultimately, he honestly has no personality. No, he's just he's too boring. I think Bland, for Jen. Boring. Yeah. And if yeah. she's going to like date around and go on various dates with various guys. Right. Like, yeah. I don't think she this is my perspective. I don't think she took Cliff seriously. Like I thought she saw him as like a like, I'll go on a couple dates with this guy. But he turned out to be like very interested in dating her like solely, like monogamously. And I just don't think like that's what she was game for. She didn't want a relationship. That's not what she was looking for at that time in her life. And it's like, you know, like Dawson is a, is, it's like, he's, is he, he's not really, he's kind of boring, but it's like he's kind of crazy he's He's like interesting in that he has he's very toxic but at least he has more going on in terms of like oh he's interested in film you know he's interested in different things but he's also like i mean let's talk about the fact that these four people that are sitting at the cafeteria table pacey joey jen and dawson there's like four love triangles in between these four people oh yeah like it's insane it's like so much pacey's interested in joey although you wouldn't be able to tell by this episode pacey's interested in joey joey's interested in dawson dawson's interested in jen Jen is like maybe sort of kind of interested in Dawson, but Dawson's also kind of interested in Joey. And it's like, holy fucking shit in this one table. This is insane. Yeah. Yeah. They need separate lunch periods. Honestly. Um, And this is where we get Jen being like, oh, and this, honestly, this from Jen kind of pissed me off a little bit because she is upset because like Dawson keeps pranking like Jen or excuse me keeps pranking Joey and Pacey and she's like oh I, I don't get a scare aren't we still friends no bitch you've rescinded that <laughs> offer like you actually that shit yes back. yes last week you said that we can't be friends anymore what that's a fuck? great point you fucking just yeah. said it like one week ago 
like, yeah, one Creek week ago, you made it pretty clear. Obviously, there's some things, there's some happenings going on that we don't know of. Ridiculous um, to me. Like, yeah. that all of a sudden, she's like, and it's, it's so weird. Like, and I think this is the thing. Jen, go get more fucking friends. Like, go find a fucking yes. different table to Please. sit at. Yeah. What are you doing? You have to. You're sitting you with your ex-boyfriend. She and the girl yeah. that, like, has a huge, my ginormous crush on him. I know. But now I think Jen and Joey are friends. That's I think fair. we've crossed that line. That's fair. But, like, she can make other friends. Like, Jen seems like a very, a decent friend. I think. Yeah. And so it's weird yeah. to me. Like, go fucking find somebody else to sit with, dude. Anybody else. Yeah. Anybody else. This was a fucking shit show. I know. But there, these three are social, um, social pariahs. Killers. Like, no, well, like, because she associated herself with them, her whole entire social life is fucked now. Oh, she's like, okay, so this is like the beginning of like clueless or 10 things I hate about you where they're like, those are the nerds. Those are the jocks. Mm-hmm. Those are the like mm-hmm. whatever. And like, right. those are the, those are the creeks. <laughs> yeah. And those are the creeks. And the only person that can save her is Cliff. Ooh. The do you only think, person. Yes. Yes. Because he's like part of the jock crew. Do you think yeah. they're called like the creek creeps? I feel like that would be that. That would the be The creek it. creeps. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. I know um, I love these definitely characters, the so don't get me wrong, but like I just yeah. feel like the fact that they don't have any other friends besides themselves is an yeah. indication of something. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah. I I do like the interaction at this lunch table. Like I put out um a tweet like Yes. Um, for whatever reason, like whenever <laughs> Dawson pranks Joey, I'm like, oh, he's so annoying, he's so irritating, gross. But the second that, like, Pacey pranks Joey, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, that's so cute. Like, do you see? Like, she's like, she's like, ew, Pacey, you're so gross. Like, get out of here. And I'm like, yeah. all in. Yeah, I'm, I do. Think, I'm a like, sucker. There was like a little bit of a like Pacey Joey thing in this episode, but like definitely scaled back from what we've seen previously. And I also mm-hmm. felt like. I mean, we'll we'll get into it. I guess we can kind of get into it now where like they're prepping to go to the store. So it's Pacey, Joey and Dawson are like prepping to go to the store for the seance. And when they're in there, Dawson and Pacey witness. And this is the the trigger warning we were kind of talking about. The content warning Mm -hmm. we were talking about. um, Dawson and Pacey witness like a domestic assault situation, I guess is what I would call it, in the convenience store where there's two characters, Eddie and Ursula. They're like very loudly arguing. Like Eddie seems to be like grabbing Ursula, like definitely putting his hands on her and just like Mm -hmm. they're having a tiff and like not for nothing. But the fact that Pacey is the one who's like, oh, should we like intervene? And Dawson's like, no, it's just a domestic dispute. What the fuck? Yeah, just a domestic squabble back off. It's like, once again, like Pacey is just so much more emotionally intelligent. I know. Like, At least they call. I know, I know they don't have like cell phones, but like alert the store guy to call the cops or like do something because it's very obvious to everybody that like mm-hmm. this isn't a good situation. Right. Um, and Eddie like leaves without Ursula. Then Ursula approaches Pacey and asks if they're mm-hmm. having a party. And she asks like if they need wine. And this is where I felt like. And I mean, Pacey's always kind of been like, again, like the go with guy, like the yes man. Yes. But yeah, all yeah. of the stuff between him and Ursula felt very early season one Pacey to me. 
Right. Yeah. That just like the fact that any woman is attracted or flirty with Pacey, he's automatically wanting to jump at her no matter who she is, how old she is, like what her deal is. Um, Yeah. Not a good move. I mean, later in the episode, like Joey basically calls him out, says that you have like a mother complex and you're you have issues essentially. Oh, yeah, this is later in the episode. That's actually my sassy yeah. saying of the week. Oh, um, never mind about that. No, but it's fine. I'll I'll talk about it when we get there. But yeah, so like it's just it, is it is it safe to assume that um Pacey lost his mother? You know, I don't okay, here's the thing. I don't remember all of it. But what's weird is if that's true, because that's a storyline for Joey. And I'm not saying that it's like not feasible that two people would lose their mothers. It's just more of like, would they do a show where two of the main characters have lost their moms? Yeah. We haven't but, heard about Pacey's I mean, mom, though. Exactly. But it would make sense in the terms of like another thing that Joey and Pacey have in common, which means yeah. that they're a they're good more match, um, yeah. more connected, like, uh, you know. No, but I like where your head is going because, like, it's one of those things where it's like, maybe, and we don't know anything about Pacey's mom. Like, we still don't know a ton about Pacey's home life. We know his brother and his dad are both cops, and we know he has issues with them. But, like, that's all we right. know. And it's it would make a lot of right. sense because his he does I mean granted he's also just a teenage boy and so like I feel like he's just like him being like woman obsessed just kind of I mean not that all I guys know, are but like that like, I don't want to generalize but after he goes after older women older women wow. like he has mommy yeah. issues well I also think I he assume. was kind of just like oh give me a bottle of wine sounds great like you'll get us a yes, bottle of wine I guess yeah that's true. Yeah, that's and the true. best part is the way the way that Pacey says. I wrote this down. The way that Pacey says Cabernet uh-huh. Sauvignon, uh, yeah. Cabernet Sauvignon. I think is what he said. Sauvignon, Savignon. Yeah. That's right. I honestly we forgot to do our nineties nightcap, and I'm drinking a cab right now. And I was yes. going to introduce it as Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> Um, I did laugh out loud at that part of the episode. I thought that was very funny. (laughs) Yeah, my favorite. Yeah. That's what he (laughs) said. He's like, it's my favorite. Um, It's my favorite too, Pacey. Yeah. Oh, and when when they're in in the convenience store, Joey is approached in the car by a man. And I did like, Mm. I I wish that Joey would have locked the doors, but I did appreciate that she only rolled down the window like ever so slightly to like have the conversation. Because this guy was a little, like a, a little more freak. than I wanted. She could have fit his arm in there. And we know that she didn't lock the doors because Dawson was able to just like get right in after. Um, such a creepy thing. That'll come back later when we find out that he was like the serial killer, which of course that's revealed, right? Like, yes, whatever. of course. Yeah, he um, was creepy. He was asking for directions. He was like, of course, you have the most line. intense eyes. Ew. Um, it's like, Ugh. ooh, <laughs> go away, please. But Dawson actually came in the clutch and was like, excuse me, like, can I help you? And the guy backed off. So, yeah. um, Yeah. Thankfully, I was grateful for that. But yeah, like we get into this. The most the most bizarre part of the entire episode is where we are right now, where they're at the seance. And it's this woman, this Eddie guy comes like barreling after Ursula. And so Pacey's like, oh, get in the car. Like, I mean, yeah. I guess well, we he can, invited um, her, but yeah, they like get in the car. 
He's like the Eddie guy is like hitting the car. They like drive off and they like invite just, the psychopath back to Dawson's house. I know. I just think that like in this situation, right? We could look at it as Ursula is a woman who needs help. Like it's obviously a toxic relationship. She's not in a good spot here. But you don't know her. She's still a stranger. Right. She's an adult stranger in your teenage kids. Like my yeah. mind is like bring her to the police station. Like don't bring her to your home. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it just I don't think I like- would have thought of the police station if I was 15. But yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. That's the most logical option. Yeah, I guess it's whatever. But like, I just think it's very strange that they bring her back and then they're doing this whole seance. And this woman is fucking like, whoa, like what is going on? She just like she thinks that the head in the freezer is like the funniest shit she's ever seen. Oh, my God. Yes. Every single time she so Dawson like booby trapped the house with like 500 pranks. Um, And like pranks. Can we just talk for a second? Are you like a pro prank or are you like con or what is it pro pro or against pranks? Um, so I do like I like a prank. Like I would say like I'm a moderately mischievous person. Like I okay. like, but I I don't use props. I use jokes and words, but I don't like scare scare tactic pranks yeah I just think it's very like juvenile granted they're they're teenagers but like I just don't find stuff like that very funny like yeah I don't know I think it's I don't know. I'm really just not like a prank person. And but this lady is a fucking prank. Like she loves. Oh my god! It. She screams and laughs like a hyena. She's insane. And then yeah. So then they're like around the seance table. They're telling like ghost stories. Like everyone's telling ghost stories. Cliff's story. And here's the thing. It's it makes sense. Psychotic. It makes sense when you're looking at it in retrospect. Like, he was told by Dawson that... Oh, and we didn't even say that, like, Dawson invited Jen and Cliff, and Jen had no clue. Cliff, do me a favor. Yeah. If you're going to bring your girl you're trying to woo to a, on a date, maybe give her a heads up you're going to her ex-boyfriend's house. Uh, yeah, like, and she's like, oh, it's a surprise. It's a surprise. What Cliff? What the fuck are yeah, you doing? Yeah, she's probably thinking that she's going to go to La Bougia, and, like, yes. next thing you know... They're going to her ex-boyfriend's house. Like, this is not it. And this Bad. is, like, not even a date. Like, there's a group of people there. Like, what in the fuck? So and he's like, this is going to be the most unique date that you've never experienced before oh. in your life. Poor he's Cliff. Like, uh, he's so stupid. Like, and then they get there. Maybe that's tells, what it is. Maybe he's just dumb. He's par- He definitely is dumb. Yeah. And they get there, and he's like, oh, Jen loves scary things. He tells this story about some snake that goes inside of a baby, and when they pull the snake out, all the baby's insides come out. Cliff, what <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you, you psychotic Did I ever idiot? tell you, did I ever tell you about the snakes in the car story? No. So, is this like a okay, legitimate story, or is this like a scary this story? This is a real story. It's not that okay. scary. It's creepy. Okay. It's not scary. So, this girl that I went to high school with had a pet snake. The snake was named Dante, and she, like, loves her snake. Like, she, like, always posts pictures of her snake on Facebook. She loves her snake. One day, she says um, on Facebook, like, um, my snake is missing. Like, she lost her snake. It escaped. It's, like, snake. gone. And, like, she was so sad, and everyone's like, I'm so sorry you lost Dante. Like, we know that, like, you love him. Yada, yada, yada. Two fucking months later, 
not kidding, two months later, not exaggeration, literally two months later, she posts that she has found Dante in her fucking car. Dante was driving around, driving around with the snake. The Dante was living in her car for like two months. I'm sure Dante like left the car to go fight for mice or whatever. How the fuck? First of all, how do you have a snake in your car and not see it? (laughs) It lives in the engine, Jess. Or like in the underneath of the no, car. No, it would roast. It would roast if you drove it. I don't know. It's a real story. I How swear. big is the this snake? snake? How big is the snake? It was a moderately large snake. I don't know. It wasn't like, like Britney a pan, Spears a style. Pine? Like no, no, no. It wasn't that big. Okay. Wasn't that big. Right. But it well, wasn't like was a little thinking. garden snake. No, it wasn't that big. Okay. But it wasn't a garden snake. It was. Wait, I don't the know. Fuck? Like an arm length of a snake? Like, yes. I'm not afraid of snakes, but like, I don't want a snake as a pet. Again, doesn't Can pass you? the fuzzy test. <laughs> not if it lives in cars and is fine. It's like legit. She's like, oh my gosh, like I found Dante, but like he's been living in my car for two months. And I was like, every single time I think of snakes, I think <laughs> of that story. Can you it's imagine? Like, like, imagine being her friend. Driving around like, with a snake Sitting in, in the her car. car. Imagine being her friend and like getting in to go like shopping or something together and then you're just sitting there and a fucking snake crawls out from under the seat. Tell me you wouldn't fucking piss your pants. Like, oh, no, I would I would die. Like there was a TikTok that was actually pretty funny that I watched. And it was like this like woman was driving and a snake was like hanging out like at her like front um, window of her window. Oh, my God. And it was like staying on, like grasping on. And it was like, um, excuse me, like, can you please leave? And she didn't know how to get rid of it. What the? F- oh, it wasn't her snake? I thought it was her pet. No, this is a different story. This is on TikTok. No, I know. But I thought the woman, I thought that that was her pet. It's not her pet. No, it was a, like a snake that. Oh, my like, God. J- like that snake like fell out of a tree. And like what really got stuck. Fuck? Yeah, lots of snake stories. Honestly, I'm sorry yeah. if anyone's afraid of snakes. People are. I know we should have put a trigger snakes. warning for fucking snakes at the beginning of this podcast. Um, <laughs> snakes. <laughs> if anybody has a snake slash car story, please let me know. Yes, please. We'd love to know. That's fucking. Like, I, Honestly, Cliff's story was so fucking bizarre. But then, then okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Not to be uh, like outdone, fucking Ursula is like, and the camera. They always do this in scary movies where, like, when someone's telling a story and you're supposed to be really interested, they like zoom in very slowly on them. And Ursula is like, oh, there was this time where these kids let this crazy stranger in, and she had a knife in her purse, and she slit all their throats, and everybody's uh-huh. just like, what the fuck. Yeah, I mean, that would freak me out, too. I would be like, "Mm, you know what? Maybe we should kick this woman out. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it was real fucked. And then, of course, like Dawson has triggered the house for like the lights to go out and the phone like to be disconnected, which like honestly, for safety reasons, seems very bad, Dawson. Like you already live in like Dawson's Creek where like we know that the internet like the internet and the phones and shit aren't very good. And you live in the middle of fucking nowhere (laughs) and you're going to just cut your phone lines, Dawson. Not a good idea. Can I just say a quick update about Dante the snake? Oh, my God. Yes, please. Um, apparently I follow Dante the snake on Facebook and he has his own pro Facebook profile. What the fuck? 
How old is Dante? This is fucking weird. <laughs> this podcast has taken a turn. Dante still kicking. Uh, Dante posts memes. Apparent. <gasps> Dante was Heisenberg for Halloween. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you what? this picture. What the fuck? What does that even mean? How was a snake <laughs> dressed up for Halloween? They put a hat on him. Or glasses? <laughs> what yeah, the yeah, fuck? Yeah. Here you go. I'm going to say, I'll post. If anyone wants <gasps> to see Dante. <laughs> snake oh, did they draw a mustache on him? Or is that what he normally. This is a big snake, Sarah. You cannot just lose this snake. <laughs> Tell me. So how are you saying that this, this story snake. is a lie? I'm not saying. Are you saying that I got duped? No, 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 no. What I'm saying is this story is probably true, but that girl's fucking car is a fucking mess. Like she's the bitch who has like McDonald's bags and like fucking sixteen pairs of shoes and clothes in the back seat. And this fucking snake made a nest out of her old fucking bras that are in the back seat. Guarantee it. Yeah. Guarantee. Gosh, I'm really trying hard to find this story of Dante the snake. I feel like. I could stand next to her car and list off, like, if you gave me, like, seven tries, I could fi- find at least five things in that car. I guarantee it. Like, there's no yeah, way. Yeah, you're right. No you're way. right. Okay, well, I'm going to have to let go insane. of Dante the Snake's Facebook page. <laughs> I have, have to, to click have off. This. Honestly, this conversation that we're having right now is better than anything that happened in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we know it's true. <laughs> Okay, I I got I I one more thing about snakes. There's yes, the please. snake that I follow on snake Instagram. Guest. This is our other sister podcast, the Snake Guest. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this there's a snake that I follow on Instagram, and his name is Tofu, and he's the fucking cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. You follow a snake um, on Instagram? <laughs> what is that happening? Tofu's oh really cute. I got it. Maybe I can show you a quick picture am of I Tofu. The, am and I like the only person who only follows like people on Instagram that I either like know or like I also like watch on YouTube? Like I don't follow anybody that I don't know. Yeah. Um, you don't follow celebrities? Not many. I follow. Um, I follow. Um, what's John Legend's wife's name? I'm like blanking. Uh, Christy Teigen. Christy Teigen. Christy Teigen. I follow Christy Teigen. I follow YouTubers that I watch. And I follow like some survivors, but I don't follow like many people that I don't know. Okay. I could see how this snake would be cute. Okay. Tell me, tell me that snake's not cute. It's like, is it like albino? It's like very white. It's an albino snake. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, that was the snake podcast. (laughs) Snake Um, cast. So, right. So we left off. So, right. So the the lights are out and the, the lights are, out. are down and Dawson are down. Yeah. Dawson and <laughs> Ursula are going to like fix the lights. I'm like, why would you ever let yourself be alone with this woman? But like, that's fine. And yes. she calls him out like she's like, oh, I sense flirting. And she's like, don't worry, it'll work out. I see you teasing her. And he's like, oh, I haven't teased her at all. I've been teasing Joey. And she's like, yeah, yeah. the brunette, like, don't worry. Things will work out between you two. Yeah. He's it's like, like, get the fucking no. stranger can sense it. Give me a break, exactly. Dawson. Yeah. And he's like, no, like, we just have, like, a friendship connection. Oh, same same spiel that he gave to Pacey. And, like, yeah. she Ursula's like, you're bullshit. But then he's like, you know what is so weird? I timed these lights to go out 
but somebody jammed the fuse box. What's <sighs> up with that? Yeah. So, um, me- meanwhile, like, Joey and Pacey go off on their own. And they're, right. like, nagging each other. Like, once again, as we were talking about before, like, Joey's like, you really have, like, some weird, like, mom complex. Yes, and, I wrote down the like, quote, because this is, this is my oh, sassy perfect. saying. Um, oh, okay. Joey we'll says that... Then. Pacey's, um, well, I could say, I mean, I think it's easier just to say it, like, when it happens in the episode. Um, Okay. Joey says to Pacey, uh, your bizarre mother complex is going to get us killed. (laughs) Which I thought was, very good. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then he calls out her and says, well, at least I'm not going to be, like, going to the grave pining after my best friend. Like, ugh. Did you like, feel that in your soul a little bit? Because I kind of felt bad for Joey in that moment. Well, Joey needs to realize that there's other and better options. But honestly, at this point, Joshua Jackson still has a baby face. Yeah. And is he fuckable? No. No. But at here's this the point thing. of his Does life. Does he need to be fuckable when you're 15? No. I think you have to be attracted to okay, that's a person. Fair. That's fair. But like, why is she attracted to Dawson? <laughs> because Dawson, James Vanderbeek is pretty good looking. I think the hair is what always throws me off because beyond his hair being bad, like he's actually he's actually a decently looking. Do you want me to guy. Photoshop his hair brown? Because I'm able to do that. And no, then no, no, no. It's not me. even the color. It's not even the color. No, 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 no. Because in when he's in um the the B in apartment twenty three or whatever, I yeah. think he's he's actually very good looking, and I think it's the hairstyle. Yeah. It's not necessarily the, oh, the color. Oh, okay, color. okay, okay. Yeah. yeah. So because he has that nineties hair, like shaggy hair, it's fine. Right, um, right, right. But yeah, so we we kind of get into it with like Pacey and Joey and like they, you know, them going back and forth and kind of bickering and we're it just feels weird because it feels like we're we're like two episodes ago. It doesn't feel like we had the episode where like Joey and Pacey had a connection, you know? I know, I know. I honestly I, I just think that they just threw this episode in this spot and it not it wasn't necessarily meant to be episode eleven. Yeah, if anybody it's really weird. like you know, if any of our listeners who are very well versed in Dawson's Creek and the history of it and have like insights and have like I don't know the DVDs or whatever you do, let me know without you know. I, I'm sure Spoiling. there won't be a spoiler, yeah. but if anybody knows exactly like what the deal with this episode is, like I'm not, I am not allowed to go into IMDb trivia, so yeah. I, I don't know. I I honestly, I can, but if I anybody. Can, yeah, like maybe do a quick skim through. But um and then the third pairing of course is Cliff and Jen. And I don't really think like much like goes on except that like he tries to spook Jen. Jen's like, you know, like don't be like, you know, Dawson scared me enough and like talks about the calls again and like he pretends that he doesn't know about the calls, but that's pretty much the only thing that happened in this segment between Cliff and Jen. Yeah. And then meanwhile, um so yeah. then they all come together and the da- uh, Dawson's like where's Joey? And right. they're like, oh, like she went off. And he's like, you went her, like you let her off on her own. And then yeah. Joey pretends like she got stabbed. Jen's in like a creepy costume and everyone's laughing. 
and Do- then Dawson gets like upset like oh you upset. pushed it too far like yeah was it ridiculous. too far is my question no uh no. I don't think it was no. either he can dish it but he can't take it yeah like he's a baby but like yeah. I mean his pranks are he's just mad that his pranks are not as good as that prank right and and so then this is when like Jen was like well you know you gave me that creepy letter and like that creepy phone call yeah. and I feel like at this point if I'm Cliff I pull Jen aside and I say listen that was me I'm really sorry like I didn't realize yeah. he shouldn't just keep this going because this is oh, what yeah. leads to Dawson and Jen being alone so let's talk about this pairing because this is like their one and only okay. scene to like alone this- together Okay, yeah. So, 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 so. Jen, like, talks to Dawson about, you know, um, like, why did you not prank me? Like, Mm -hmm. why did you set up this date with, like, like, Cliff and I here? Like, what's the deal? Yeah, like, oh, we're supposed to be friends, but, like, then you, like, didn't, you didn't prank me. And then, like, why did you invite Cliff? And Dawson says, oh, I invited you know the UI is to help Cliff out and she's like what like it doesn't make sense and then she kind of clocks that like oh well you did it to watch over me now like do we think that that's Dawson's intention to quote-unquote watch over Jen I think that he would rather watch a date between Jen and Cliff than be miserable and assume shit's happening because he's not seeing it. Oh, what if he's like, if they come over here, first of all, it's spooky. So it's not necessarily like romantic. romantic, And second of all, they're not going to be making out in front of us. So at least I'll know they're not doing that. I also think it's like, oh, let me show Jen how creative and imaginative I can be. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. He really held on to that line. He's like, oh, she really said that about me? It's yes. like, okay. Yes. And so Alrighty. Then, were you expecting this? Then they almost kiss. What is yeah. happening, dude? So they almost kiss. And then they're like, not a good idea. Not a good idea. Um. So, yeah, that was really weird, guys. Like, that was yeah. so weird. And Jen even says, like, oh, I don't want to be crossed off your list because he it's like oh I crossed your li- off your list so that's of pranking blah 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 she's like oh yeah. I don't want to be crossed off your list and then like they she leaves and it's like leaves it on such a weird note because obviously then she kind of like isn't interested in Cliff and like it's just it's left so on this makes me, such a weird spot I know I know so this makes me feel as though they she still has feelings for him he obviously still has feelings for her and then this makes me feel like there's possibility of a like a rekindlement of their relationship well right and there's two episodes left let's keep that in mind right like we're on episode 11 Mm -hmm. we have 12 and 13 left of season one and we're now in this spot where let's get into like the final scene between Dawson and Joey because I do think there's also like repercussions there where you know Joey's left the only one left when everybody else leaves and um joey's like oh would you even be this was like such a fucking stupid conversation by the way yeah would you would you be upset if i died first of all even if you're just friends you'd be fucking upset if you died like what's wrong would you be upset if i died i'd be inconsolable uh, I don't think that you're being serious. I think no, would be I'm okay. not because it's such a stupid fucking question. Like it's so stupid. Like it's and it's so awkward because then he's like Joey, I'd be inconsolable, and then she, and he then what that is makes it? Joey then, happy. 
Then Joey's super happy, and then uh, he's like, would you be upset if if I died or whatever like that? And she just is like, yeah. And then Joey sleeps over, which I thought we were done with that. I thought we had moved yeah, on Yeah, no them. more sleepovers. You're not supposed to have any more sleepovers. They break all the fucking rules that they, like, set yeah. out for each other. It's so yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, this episode, I don't know. If, I think it deserved a 4.8, not an 8.4. Seriously, so- it's so fucking <laughs> ridiculous, this whole episode. <laughs> And I know. so where do you think, also I did find on IMDb, it says, yeah. despite being listed as episode 11 on IMDb, this episode is actually listed as episode 10 on the DVD and seems to come before the episode listed as 10 on IMDb because of the order of Jen's relationship with Cliff. So maybe that makes sense then. This one was supposed oh. to be number 10. Look at me. Look at me. I you did, did it. it. You're a fu- I did what it. Is it. I what figured is it? it out. Fucking detective babysitters. Nailed it again. I'm a detective babysitter. Nailed yes. it again. Um, so it does make it doesn't I, You know make what it is? It's this is here. I know. So it, it 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 it's just like the Boy Meets World thing. So mm-hmm. it's it's fine. Um I mean, we also have to say like there is like a lot of craziness cuz like Eddie mm. found I forgot um, that whole Ursula. thing. Yes. And then, like, this is where it gets, like, really crazy. Like, he's, like, banging on windows and smashing shit. He breaks into the house. He breaks into the house through Joey's ladder and starts, like, choking Pacey. Joey, yes. like, knocks him out with some object. And then a Ursula's frying pan. Like, what is this, a cartoon? Oh, a frying pan. <laughs> it's like the dinosaurs. And she bangs Ursula's him on the head, like, like, five times. Yeah, Ursula's like, get off of him, get off of him. Then the couple, like, makes out, says, I love you. And this is like, these kids are weird. And then bounces. But then they leave. But then they're like, oh, sorry about all the broken windows. Like, I, I work at the bowling alley. Like, I'll let you borrow some shoes for free. It's like, okay, does that equal the cost of replacing half the windows in the house? It I was, don't think it so. It was so weird and fucked up. And it was like, okay, this is obviously, like, a very toxic situation. Again, like very problematic and like she just goes back with him i mean obviously it's an unsafe situation but she does anyway and it's yeah really like very like blew in and blew out like the fucking wind like it was insane Mm -hmm. like that whole scene Mm -hmm. i was like what in the fuck just like these people need like to go to the police and they need to like probably get some like therapy for fucking poor pacey who got choked like (laughs) insanity like absolute insanity and then we get Mm -hmm. and then it's back to like romance city as if nothing happened like it's so weird people are insane yeah, and um, then, so then now we're left with two episodes to go before the finale, or two episodes to go of season one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just curious. I mean, you, we usually do this at the very, very end, but I think it makes more sense to do it here. Like, what do you see happening? The next episode's called Beauty Contest. So, like, what are you seeing happening between, like, we have, like, the Joey Dawson thing, we have the Dawson-Jen thing, and then you have, like, Pacey somewhere in between. I think that... I don't think we're going to get into the Pacey stuff yet. I think we're reserving that for a future season. But to be continued, they planted that seed and that's it for now. Like Pacey mm-hmm. has enough respect for Dawson to stay away from um, his friend's non-girl girl. Um, I think that yeah. we're going to reignite this like bullshit relationship between um, Jen and Dawson at least once more. Because I, I mean, I'm I'm thinking beauty mm-hmm. contest is such a weird name for an episode. Like I'm thinking like 
homecoming queen and like both Jen and Joey somehow are both up to become homecoming queen and like they're both prepping and like I don't know that's like I don't know I mean Jen's definitely involved in the beauty contest at one point and I wouldn't be surprised if Joey is like looking for a scholarship or a grant so she for to get out of the creek so she signs up um to the beauty contest too Mm-hmm. That seems okay. a little hokey. That seems like a Dawson, um, a Boy Meets World episode, not really a Dawson's yes. Creek episode, but whatever. Well, it's, we'll, it's we'll my see. fantasy. There you go. My fantasy. Um, yeah, we'll see. What did you have as your sassy saying? Because I already said mine. So where was what was yours this week? Um, I think that it's not really a sassy saying, but I definitely highlighted the. K Burnett Savignon. <laughs> my favorite. Yeah, I thought that was really good. Um, And I I mean, it's not sassy again, but like, can I hear you say, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Anything Pacey says is what we're going for. Yeah, I mean, honestly, (laughs) at this point, like for I don't know how, but in like a timing of three episodes, I just became like a big Pacey stan. I don't even know. Like, I'm so happy that we're we've arrived because I was waiting for this to happen and it was very disappointing. Again, I do think this episode was a step back for the character and it makes so much more sense that this should have been episode 10 because I feel like once we get like a more serious episode of Pacey with Joey, it's like, where the fuck did we go? Like, did we go reverse? You know, (laughs) but can um, I say, yeah, yeah. um, um, yeah. And then I for the, for the notable 90s song, the only one that sounded remotely familiar was the I don't know what the name of it is. I tried Googling it. It's not like it's not like Amazon Prime where you can like pause and see everything. Um, but it was don't hold me to the promises I can hardly keep. And that was when Dawson and Jen. It was like such a dramatic scene between Dawson and Jen. Mm. But <laughs> it's not like Blink-182. So it's fine. No, no, I'm telling you, they just spent all their budget on that one song. They did. They did. Uh, um, yeah, yes. never coming we, back from that. Do we want to get into the feedback? Yes. So um, our first email today is from Stefan. Yes. Um, and he goes, hey, ladies, written by Mike White. Is this episode mi- written by Mike White? Can you IMDb uh, check that? I'm looking. Okay, this so up Mike right White now. is obviously he's the writer of um, <sighs> that Jack Black movie. <gasps> School he of Rock. is listed as a writer. It says and Kevin Williamson is created by Kevin Williamson and Mike White wrote it. That is very funny considering yeah, how much so we just trashed the, it. The connection between Mike, like why that's exciting, is because Jess and I both watched Survivor. Mike White was on Survivor. Yes. Um, so and so that's very interesting. Very funny. Um, then he wrote, I take back what I said. I wish Dawson and Jen were back together. They are insufferable apart. Oh, that's a <laughs> hot spicy take. I mean, hot, you get what he's hot, saying, hot, though, hot right? Take. We're so tired of like yeah. miserable Dawson and like Jen is yeah. like not a great character since they broke up. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we definitely liked da- uh, Jen a lot more when she was with Dawson. Which we is were prob- standing Dawson hard the first half of the season. And that's the problem. We're like, we praised her for breaking up with him, but now it's she's like not great without him. So wishy-washy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He says, this is a weird episode. We absolutely agree. Mm-hmm. And then he says, Gramps is the MVP of this episode. 
Oh, because of Clifford. Um, Clifford. She loves um, Clifford. I also, like, do want to note that Dawson had a prank for um, oh, Jen, Jen the yeah. whole time with that weird, like, loud letter opener thing. Yeah, she opened a letter and it made a loud noise and she laughed and then she gave it to Grams and Grams opened so, it. But I think that was intentional. I think that, like, the whole time he had a prank. Um, Listen, we know this was calculated. Her. He was like, she's going to come yeah. here with Cliff. He told her to, he told Cliff to scare Jen. She, He knew it wasn't going to work. And he's like, and then you know what, mm-hmm. at the end, I'll get the girl with my stupid letter prank. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's that's what Stefan didn't really have a lot to say because he probably didn't like this episode either. So I I I wonder I wonder what the rankings, the updated rankings for him are. So if you want to send those in, that'd be great. Oh, yeah, we'd love to hear them. Yeah, we do have another email. Kelly at Dirk Dirtbag Kelly on Twitter writes to us and says, "Okay, first of all, I just want to say I'm a new listener Jumped on when you started to watch Dawson's Creek and really been enjoying. Thank you so much, Kelly. Thank you. Welcome. She's a great Twitter handle. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Dirtbag Kelly. I love it. Love that. Um, Listen to some of your Boy Meets World content since it's well, depending on my podcast load of the week. Um, Totally get that. Totally get that. I know. I know. I always have so much to watch. But thank Mm -hmm. you for like you know, joining us and listening to our content. Anyways, I was wondering if I can get a rehash of Sarah um, from Sarah, what she spoiled on. So in future emails, I don't spoil anything. Oh, that's so considerate. Okay, Sarah, go ahead. What do you know already? All righty. So I went also fair warning. If you literally know nothing about Dawson's Creek, like skip ahead like a little bit just so that you don't get spoiled. Right, right, right. Sorry. Okay. So I... The baseline of what I know is that Pacey and Joey have a relationship of some sort and Dawson and Joey have a relationship of some sort um, at some point. And I know that there's like a big thing if you're a Joey Pacey fan or a Dawson Joey fan. I know that that's like a big debate. I don't know when any of this happens and I don't know like how it happens. Um, Aside from that, I know that there's a person named Andy coming in the next Mm -hmm. season. And then aside from that, guys, I got to tell you, at one point, something really bad happened in my in my rewatch. So Jessica knows that I am not meant to... um, Google anything, right, Jess? Not allowed. Like, You're not allowed to I'm not Google. allowed to Google. But Strict at one rules. point, somebody told me that, or I read somewhere, that Mitch was the Flash or something, and Drew, my fiancé's favorite superhero, is the Flash. So I was talking to my fiancé about the Flash and Mitch, and I Googled his name, and but I, I think I just wrote Dawson's dad and then I got spoiled and it says Dawson's dad died. So I once again, I don't know when this happens. I don't know how it happens. I don't know if this is next season in seven seasons, but I know that Dawson loses his dad at some point. And then so, aside from that, is there I anything that's that it. 
I think that's the only things I know, aside from what, of course, we've watched already. Right. I think that's I, all I, that Sarah knows. And they're very, like, vague spoilers. There's no, like, huge, those huge plot lines that she knows about. So, um, yeah, I would just steer clear of of those types of things. Um, we yeah. generally, like, we're trying to keep Sarah as unspoiled as possible. And honestly, yeah. for, like, people that are listening, we don't, we, we want this to be friendly enough for people who've not watched Dawson's Creek to jump on board with us and start from the beginning and watch along with us so we're trying to keep any, everything very vague if we ever reference mm-hmm. anything that will happen in the future most of the time we're just going to be talking about like how we feel that you know how we feel about the storylines that have happened with the characters thus far um yeah yeah, yeah. So i'm that's trying where we are. you know it's really it's really hard obviously this is a really old show and it's kind of like yeah. you 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 can't get mad if you get spoiled from a really old yes. show. It's like getting spoiled on like Harry Potter at this point, right? Or like the sixth right, sense. Right, right, right. Like, so, yeah. Although, I'm doing the, the other thing too that hmm. you do know is that I Don't Want to Wait was the theme song, is the theme song, uh-huh. except not on Hulu and Netflix. So you do know that. Right, which actually, that's another part of Kelly's email. Not having the proper theme song is always so jarring. So it's funny <gasps> it that is. you said that. I feel I you, heard, Kelly. I heard a rumor that it comes back on Netflix in the last season. Can you maybe confirm or deny that rumor? Um, I'm sorry, that they play it on Netflix for the last season? Why would they not buy the rights for the whole season? That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Can you? I'm curious. I can't look. Can can you look at that? No, no, no. I'll check check before next podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So continuing Kelly's email. um, She says, I believe she only knows about one thing, uh, one central theme. I'm assuming that's their love lives to an extent. Plus, I hope to be sending in future emails or tweets. Um, took So she took, uh, yeah. So thank you so much, Kelly. Um, a couple of thoughts that she had. Jen asking for a scare. Why? Because she's thirsty. She And she wants the attention. <laughs> this is you, and she's, Sarah, right? Not Kelly's anus. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's me, that's me. Uh, Kelly's question was why. I'm saying yeah. that... Jen is she feels left a out. little pathetic. I think that's it. Yeah, I she think feels it's simple as she yeah. feels left out. Why is Cliff asking Dawson for advice on anything throughout the episode? Thank you, Jen. You're so, sorry. Thank and you, then, Kelly. Yes. Yeah. Also, she says it's hard watching Noelle from Felicity sucks so hard. So Noelle who's Noelle? Felicity. Noelle. I'm looking this up. Is that is that who Ursula is? <gasps> oh, probably. Um, but she says but. Oh Ursula no! I'm sorry. Noel is Noel is Scott Foley. He's Cliff. Oh, so he, he, no, no, no. It's oh. probably Noel. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Cliff sucks. Sorry. This episode. Um. Ursula cracked me up throughout this episode. She's a honestly Kelly. She's a fucking nutcase. She. Yes. She's not great. <laughs> she's yeah. Jen's. Jen's being sucky as of late, but Dawson's always being sucky. Dawson sucked as always. Yeah. Kelly's on our same page. And then Kelly is on the same wavelength as us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Solid Pacey showing again. Um, So she writes, looking forward into getting to season two. Since somebody already brought it up, I'm firmly planting my flag on Team Andy. Come at me. Keep up the good work. Thank you, Kelly. Look at that. Who is Andy? Who? Okay. Who is Andy? I want to know you. who Andy is now. You will see in a few weeks, bitch. Is Andy? I'm assuming Andy's a girl because everybody has boy names in this 
and this crop. That is very funny that, yeah, that's very funny that you said that. Well, Dawson is a boy's name. Dawson's, yeah, I know. But I'm assuming that Andy's or a boy. I should boy. say boy's name, quote unquote. Names are stupid. Like, anything oh, yeah, can be yeah, yeah, anything. Yeah. Anyway. I So I'm I'm thinking that Andy is a potential Pacey love interest. How do you feel about that, Jessica? I will not divulge what the correct okay. answer is. But I will let okay, you think fine. your thoughts. All right. I will think my own independent thoughts. That's correct. Yes. Thank Do you, you want so to get much to Fashion the... Hour? Oh, no. Yes. Thank I just you. wanted yeah, to thank, thank Kelly you. so much for the email because that was very fun. We we can't wait to hear from you in the future, Kelly. Yeah. I would be so excited to uh, hear more in the future, more thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, and thank you again for asking me what I'm spoiled about and not spoiled about. It was about. very considerate. I, re- I really appreciate that. Right. Yeah. And I'm sorry, guys. I got spoiled on Mitch. Like, I... I, that was a stupid move, and I was really caught the thing off is, guard. is, I'm happy you at least don't know like more things. Like you don't know yeah. like very specific plot points. You know what I mean? No, no. I, and it's just my fault. Like all I want to do is connect with my fiance on something <laughs> on his level. You know, like oh, you yes. like the Flash? Like did you do you know about this guy who was who played oh the Flash? Um, fashion Hour. So Fashion Hour. Yes, Let's our first. Our first award, the Rachel Green Award for the most 90s outfit. I have Ursula, who is having some crimpy curly hair um, in like a pulled back, like half up, half down look. I see some spermy brows, some blue um, eyeshadow, some red lipstick. This girl is wearing a heart necklace, I think, a silver heart necklace. Then she's wearing a red velour, like, sh- like shirt that I totally had shirts like this where it was like, it was velour. So it's like in some parts it looks darker, some parts it looks mm-hmm. lighter. It's a red, red thing. She's wearing like an eggplanty, like fringe leather jacket. Um, I don't, So the weird thing is, is that is she wearing shorts, Jess, with black shorts and those are bare legs? Or is this like some weird legging thing? No, that's definitely they're definitely tights of some sort. They're just like, OK, kind of. Yeah, they're just like a but really she's weird, wearing like, black shorts color. and tights. Yeah, this is like a messenger like, bag. This girl, first of all, I have so many things to say about her. These eyebrows are the worst brows we've seen thus far. And there have been some spermy brows. These brows yeah. are almost non-existent. I wouldn't even necessarily call them spermy brows because they're like the same width the entire way. And they're like uh, penciled yeah. on almost. Oh, you know what they are? They're like the very skinny arch brow. Yes, yes. Yeah. And the blue yeah. eyeshadow, it's all a lot. And you know that necklace Eddie gave her and it turns her neck green like we all oh know it i'm not fooling <laughs> yeah. anybody ursula oh yeah, i hate it yep, i hate yep, this yep. outfit i hate everything about it beyond again curly hair i'm there i'm always here for but goodness mm-hmm. gracious your eyebrows girl yeah yeah they're a fright um next up we have joey and she is wearing um so she's wearing like a little sweatshirt hoodie and then underneath she's wearing like this like alpine ski winter motif sweater that has like you know like that Christmassy snowflakey pattern across yes. the chest there's a lot of stripes she looks like she's it's taking out in a ski lodge yes yeah yeah it's definitely like a ski snow Christmas motif mm-hmm. lots of stripes there's like five different stripes going on she has her sweater tied around her waist later in the day straight hair parted in the middle um, 
it's very like the sweater is definitely something that is like pretty 90s and mm-hmm. i mean i don't see a 15 year old wearing this in today's age yeah um no, I and, agree. and i only have two nominations for the rachel green award this week that's fine i think like joey's outfit like i agree it's a little bit like bland i think sometimes joey does tend to wear stuff that is kind of like baggy oversized like, just kind of like clothes. muted Honestly, yeah. yeah. Like, I maybe she wears like Betsy's hand me downs. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I think this one has to go to Ursula just because I've never seen such like in mm. the face nineties. Like, yes, it's like the eyebrows, the eyeshadow, the lipstick color, the velour yes. shirt, the neck, the heart yes. necklace. Like, it's all very nineties. And I, I don't like Ursula. And I like it sucks that I have to give her this point, but I'm, I'm gonna do it because she <laughs> earned it for her trash bag outfit. Oh, yeah. The fringe. It, just like Ugh. the whole aesthetic. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. Next up, we have the Paul Rudd Certificate of Timelessness Award for the most timeless outfit. Um, Our first nomination is Jen. And this outfit is like so my vibe. She is wearing a like tighter like red turtleneck tucked into like some darker wash jeans and a black belt. Um, she has her hair in her classic way, like the, you know, it has a little bit of 90s volume with like a little flippy at the end, but it's really the sweater that's like the star of the party. I, I, this is like a perfect Christmas party at the office sweater, like bright red, beautiful. The color is, is very pretty. And I think like. I mean, here's the thing. Like, all these actors are older, so I don't feel as weird, like, talking about, like, how it fits them. I just think, like, it's a very, like, a fitted sweater that really, like, accentuates Jen's, um, like, like, the good parts about her body. Again, like, no one, I'm trying to find a way to say this without making it seem like there are bad parts about her body. There aren't. But it accentuates, like, her figure in a really flattering Mm -hmm. way. That's what I'm trying to say. It's a very flattering yeah. outfit. I think that like this particular sweater, because it like is more form fitted than like, let's say what Joey wears necessarily. And it's like, yeah. because it's tucked in at the waist. I just mm-hmm. really like the vibe that it's giving off. And I love that chunky belt. I think it's like a really cute yeah. look. The belt's cute. Yeah. I I mean, I really like turtlenecks. I really like turtlenecks or like a higher neck. And then I have like my little necklace and I like putting my necklace up above the turtleneck it's totally my vibe Uh, that has nothing to do with jen i'm just talking about myself (laughs) next up we have joey uh and this is joey hanging out um in the beginning with dawson on the bed um i really like this black and white striped sweater from joey so it's just like Mm -hmm. a black sweater it has like a stripe at her collar um, and then it has like two stripes across the chest. And then she's wearing like some momish jeans that are like a lighter mm-hmm. wash and her little white socks. And I don't know, I guess it's because it's black and white and I like black and white. I saw it and I just like liked the look. Yeah, she I feel like Joey wears a lot of stripes um, and a lot of loves like, the baggy, stripe. like a lot of baggy like mom jeans, like straight like mom jeans. Yes. Um, yes. I also like this sweater. I think it looks it looks really cozy. I think this is definitely like a, a signature Joey outfit. But I do think like you could like feasibly see this sweater nowadays. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Thought she looked cute. And then mm-hmm. last stuff I have Cliff and Cliff is this is Cliff's 
date outfit that he picks up Jen in. Date night and Cliff. Yes. <laughs> I thought Cliff looked great. So his hair is like gelled where it's like there's like more floof to one side than the other. He's like nicely shaven. He's wearing like a leather ish jacket, mm-hmm. a white undershirt, this really nice green button down shirt. This is an appropriate day outfit. Um, yes. And then he's wearing, um, I think he's wearing like black pants and a belt and he just looks really nice. Like this is the type of boy that you can bring home to mom. Yeah, I appreciate this as a date outfit. I do think like mm-hmm. it's it's casual enough right because it's like it's a button down but you have the top button unbuttoned so it's more casual I think the jacket is nice like again like I think we would see like a faux leather jacket nowadays too so I do I do love this outfit from Cliff I think he's one of the better dressed of the men probably yeah I gotta tell you if he wore this to the club like the club that um Oh, uh, yes, yes, Casey yes. and Billy the went road to. road trip one. He, yeah. The road trip, he can totally pick up girls. He'd be getting all of the ladies, absolutely. All the girls, all the ladies. Um, yes, I think, I think this great. is a great And the color is a great outfit. Yeah, the color is great on him, too. That green, very pretty green. Yeah. This is a tough pick for me because I think, like, I, I really do appreciate Cliff's outfit, but, like, my eye is much more drawn to Jen's. Like, I think that, like... Just that red. The red on her looks so pretty. And I just love the vibe of this outfit. And I do think that like, I mean, it's I I think it's kind of ready to go as it is right now for styles that are out right Mm -hmm. now. But even as times change, I think it's very adaptable to change into a time. You know what I mean? Like to to untuck the sweater and, you know, you have something that's a little bit more. If it's a longer sweater, it's a little bit more early 2000s, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. No, I'm going to give it to Jen. I think she I think she earned it. Red is such a power color because I always think like yes. how amazing brunettes look in red. But blondes that have like the pinky skin tone like Michelle Williams, like she looks mm-hmm. great in red too. It's such yeah. a power color. Like I feel like anybody can rock red. Yeah, my mom always used to tell me that red was like my color. I like I like wearing red, but I don't know. I don't normally go for like as much of a fire engine red as hers is. I'm more of like a maroon red kind of guy yeah. myself. Um, but I like yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I so think I want imp- implement more red. Okay, sorry. You congratulations. No, that's okay. Yeah. Ursula and Jen. Um, yes, and also I don't. Did you pick out a hall of shame? Because if you didn't, I still feel like that also should go to Ursula. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. So I know. I mean, we're we're gonna have to have like an executive outfit um decision about this. But like, I don't know if like halls of shames should be reserved for the most shameful, or if this is getting thrown in as like a a weekly thing. Like, maybe oh, we can just do can it. Tell us. Yeah, we can just do it. Like whenever we find one that is particularly horrifying, I just find um, yeah. Ursula's so maybe on the particularly gra- offensive. <laughs> maybe in the graphic, I'll include both. <laughs> Double winners. Yes. Um, no, this was great. This episode was really weird, and I'm excited to move on to the next episode next week to see what else <laughs> we have in store for season one of Dawson's yeah. Creek. Um, yeah, we talked about it. It's a it's called beauty contest. Um, and then obviously always we have Boy Meets World content coming out every week. Um, and then it's Mary Kate and Ashley month of March here on uh, yes, Shows Mary Taught Me. Kate, yes, Mary Kate and Ashley March. So guys, if you have not listened to our Mary Kate and Ashley bracket with TikTok Nicole Horn, please 
check that out. It was so much fun. And we went through 16 movies to determine what is the best Mary Kate and Ashley movie. And I think that ultimately we came across the, the right one. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, then, I do think I do think we did. I think that it was a yeah. hard fought battle, but we hard we battle. Yeah, it was a hard fought battle, but I think we came to the right conclusion. Um, I yes. Do and then too. what do we have coming up? What do we have coming up next? Mary Kay and Ashley month is not over yet. We are welcoming on the great Melissa Denny at Melissa with three A's to talk about all things Mary Kay and Ashley, and it takes two. So. That will be in your podcatcher on March 17th. And then after that, we have one more um, Mary Kay and Ashley piece of content for you. I will um, will announce that next week. You know, yes, we got to have some mystery, Jess, right? Yes, we have. We we've got a mystery. <laughs> yeah, we've got a mystery. <laughs> now you do, too. Yes. <laughs> Who stole the Great Hope Diamond? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, that's, yes. So if you if you don't know, that's from the adventures of Mary Kate and Ashley. Um, so yeah. So definitely keep listening. We have one more bonus piece of uh, bonus content coming out for the Mary Kate and Ashley month of March. Um, so we hope you guys are enjoying all the bonus content. It, it's a lot of work, but we've been loving doing it. Especially the Mary Kate and Ashley stuff has really been a trip down memory lane. Um, mm-hmm. And then obviously you can catch us on all our social media at shit90spod. Uh, if you want to send us an email, please do shit90spod at gmail.com. We appreciate any um, ratings, uh, subscribe, you know, all of the above. Um, we love to see it. Uh, I think that's I think that's all I got. What about you, Sarah? <laughs> oh, so if you guys didn't catch me on... Um the reality TV wrap ups this week covering the Oprah interview with Megan and Harry. Um, me and Sasha, Sasha Joseph broke down the interview for you. And I had the most amazing time. And coincidentally, it came out on my birthday and I was just like on cloud nine that day. Um, so please tune into that. Um, I had a blast. It was honor being on um, a Rob has a podcast umbrella podcast it was my first time um beyond that and then you know yeah like besides that we have a couple of other upcoming things that we're really excited for so if you're um if you guys are a patron of post show recaps jessica and i will Mm -hmm. be making a cameo in there and um that's very exciting and then yeah like just like has community building yes, like we're, yes. we're busy this was supposed to be like an easy month for us but i know we last month we were off. very busy and then we're like march will be march will be much quieter and then march was not yeah. not quieter but we love it we uh-uh. love being this busy we, we love having podcasts coming out for you guys and we hope everybody's enjoying everything um like i said give us feedback um and you know throw us a couple stars that'll really help boost our, our um spot in I guess spot in the podcast apps um but anyway visibility visibility yes um so we appreciate everybody uh thank you all for listening we will talk to you all next time everybody have a great one special thank you to JD for our theme song bye everybody
want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling, here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Hey, Jess, do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. <laughs> is it, did you, I thought that you did your our other intro. What? This is the Dawson's Creek intro. Oh, okay. It's work, work, work. Are we talking about Boy Meets World today? Did I miss the <laughs> What did you... I thought that you said the Boy Meets World intro. No, I said, do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Okay, start over. No, I'm leaving this. <laughs> start over. Put this in the blooper. Start over. No, I have a different intro that I want to oh, okay. say. Okay, I'll put this in the bloopers. Goodness. Okay. <clears throat> just just repeating what you said. <laughs> just <gonna say> the same thing. <laughs> Uh, all right. Start over. Okay. 